Mission Daily is back. You know who I am, and I'm joined as always by... Hey, everyone. It's Stephanie. We are excited to have you here. If you've heard that number that we keep throwing out, it's for you. It's for you to text. Just go ahead and text it. You might not know what type of response you get. Or until, who will be responding? Until you is try. It me? Is, is it, it Chad? Who knows? Is it the baby? I don't know. Who knows? Could be the, the chief baby officer at 833-308-0863. We'll hear from you soon. And now let's jump onto the show. Are you smiling? <laughs> I was just laughing before this because listeners out there, for those of you who want a behind the scenes look here. So Steph and I were talking before this episode and can you believe that she groaned when she saw the show notes for this? <laughs> she started to roll her eyes and well, she was like, oh my gosh, you, are we doing another one? <laughs> yeah, another one about Chad. Let's hear it. All it's right. Not, it's not about me. There's four things that I wanted to talk about that are just like provide an update on my updated thoughts on, on Chad. MDMA, <laughs> maps.org, meditation, and then America with, okay. a, with M. Well, you said I would enjoy this episode, so... I'm open-minded. I just wanted to give you an update. All right, let's hear that. I just that wanted to give you an update of how things have been going. So, All right, let's hear. For those that don't know, I've been doing the MDMA-assisted psychotherapy for PTSD. Uh, I've had complex PTSD for a long time, maybe since I was a kid. It's been difficult to talk about, almost impossible to talk about, and I'm finally getting comfortable with talking about it. So part of that is just therapy is progressing really well. I'm five months into it. And the, a lot of different protocols are like, you know, three months. Um, but the reality is if you have complex PTSD or something like that, it's going to take quite a bit to unravel. It's going to take some time. And I'm glad that I'm starting to think in terms of years again, for a while, I was not thinking in terms of years. It was like, it wasn't even possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't even know how to go about doing that, but for whatever reason, um, the healing, the medicine, it's possible now. And I can start to think in terms of years. Yeah. And one of the things that's interesting about that, that I want to share is one of the big things that they recommend when you're going through this therapy or any big life decision or, you know, any type of healing process to not make any major life decisions for six months to 12 months. And yeah. wow, is that such great advice? There's just um, so many different points, I think, in your life or in a, ch a change, a process of change, basically, where you feel like you want to jump the gun or you get very impulsive. And it's just rarely, you know, when you're driven by emotion, it's rarely the right time to make an impulsive decision. Yep. Like, I know that sounds obvious, but it, a lot of people do it. Lot lot of people do the it stock market. For sure. And it can be easy to forget, especially if you're in a place of fear. I always think it's important for everything to like when everyone else is freaking out or doing one thing or the other, I always just find it important to kind of pause and actually like collect my own thoughts and think about what would I do if I'm not influenced by the craziness or, you know, yeah. whatever's happening around me. And I know I've always told you the same thing, especially with these past couple months of like, I think it's better to not make any quick decisions or um, make a quick jump on anything because there's just there's not really much of a rush around most things. I mean, you hear that from a lot of people like who've built businesses or done anything. They're like, there weren't many times where I really had to make like a quick, quick decision that influenced, you know, the next yeah. 10 years or something. 
Sometimes that's the case, but not often. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that are great minds in business or philosophers, they kind of allude to this practice of making, you know, only two to three large major decisions a year. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of structuring your life and doing the best you can to create this system where you don't have to make huge emotional decisions, you basically reduce it as much as you can, right? Uh, You don't want to become this like creature that's addicted to your routines, but you do want to get to this place where you have the mental bandwidth to make decisions in a very leisurely pace. I think that with everything going on right now, it's just, it's, yeah, there's never been an easier time to make an excuse or jump the gun and just say like, oh, well, it's because of everything that was going on. Just take a second, breathe. And uh, yeah, don't make any emotionally driven decisions. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey <laughs> getting there. I just made that up myself. Yeah, but <laughs> and I just, uh, I think it's it's really important to remember too, for anybody out there that's like suffering, struggling, going through something that not only is are the is the future going to be better than you can imagine now, there are way, way easier ways if you're just patient with the process. So like the way, way easier um, ideas and pursuits and solutions that you're going to find to your problems, they, they're always found from this place of patience. Like they're just never found from this place of manically searching or- Trying to solve um, something like that day. Yeah. Or trying to, you know, create your own rigid solution and then not, you know, making, a, you know, going in other directions just never works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has just really hit home. And there's some things I'm doing in conjunction with this. Like, so meditation is the one that gets thrown around so much. And today was one of the first days I was able to successfully do a 20 minute session. And it's a great reminder because in my session, it was just instant tears, a lot of painful memories I hadn't thought about. I'd forgotten. I hadn't really, they were not yet integrated. Let's just like say it that way. So spent 20 minutes crying and it was wonderful, you know, stand up feeling lighter afterwards, but it's just a good reminder that you got to fit that in, uh, especially during challenging times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. The one thing, um, about MDMA too, that I think is getting a little bit more on people's radar because I was telling you how there was that, like, um, Gwyneth Paltrow Netflix series where she did an episode on MDMA. Goop. Yeah. Yeah. Goop. Everybody, whenever this comes up, people are like, oh, like goop. I know. But hey, I think actually that's great because <laughs> before is, that, yeah. a lot of people would be like, I mean, I remember trying to talk to people about, oh, here's what Chad's doing right now. And people being like, um, what is an MDMA like a yeah. club drug? And I'm like, uh, well, I guess it could be. But then after the documentary came out, it actually increased awareness and it wasn't as weird of a yeah, thing. Yeah. doing some research, I would never, ever do this as a club oh my god there's like so it's going so, to the club gonna pop my well it's yeah, called something ever, different i forget never ever i'm not in yeah. with the terminology but anyways i think Use your it's own discretion good. and be incredibly careful i mean so. yeah you need to actually have a doctor and don't listen to yep. us at all with any of this stuff do your own research yeah for sure um but yeah it's fascinating right mdma was created by merck 1913 it was shelved it wasn't even investigated i think until like the late 40s or something mm-hmm. and then it kind of I guess by the late 50s, early 60s, people were starting to experiment with it in places like uh, you know north of the Bay. So Marin, uh, that was one of the first places that got legalization to use it for psychotherapy and, you know, in conjunction with ketamine and these other substances that are have been shown to be efficacious for curing depression for, mm-hmm. in the case of ketamine, like almost a year, uh, you know, six months to a year. Whereas MDMA now has been shown to reduce the symptoms of PTSD 
permanently in some cases, it appears. So this is all really promising stuff. And it's just now's the time to kind of send this information to the person in your life that's struggling or the person that you know is struggling, I think. And, you know, maps.org has studies that are really hard to get into. I tried for a number of years unsuccessfully to get into these uh, Mm -hmm. PTSD studies. And so don't stop there, though, because there's another company, uh, Compass Pathways, which is pretty large. They've raised a sizable amount of money from well-known investors that my friend sent me on Friday. And it was really fascinating to see other big companies now start to make large, large advances. In the case of Compass, it's for psilocybin treated uh, treatments for depression. Mm -hmm. And it's a company that's based in the UK and they're linked up with a college that has approval to do all these studies. So there's lots of studies going on out there if you want to do this um, the right way, which is like the formal researched legal way. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good reminder too. If, you know, if I'm hurting, if your friends are hurting, if your family's hurting to not stop with just one no, because I remember you getting yeah. a bunch of no's around this and like, you know, our health is the most important thing and don't yeah. let one no stop you. You always hear people in business being like, gotta have that tenacity. Gotta keep going. Gotta don't let, don't Be take no for an for answer. Yeah. yeah. But with people's health, a lot of times they aren't. So I think that's a great reminder. All right. You also talked about America. How does America come into play with MDMA and maps and meditation? <laughs> These initiatives are going to be on the ballot everywhere very soon. They're already on the ballot in many states. You'll see something along the lines of like, you know, approve psilocybin research for this, or uh, a lot of it's just like, you know, approve such and such substance for use in a clinical setting. Well, that just means to treat trauma. So I think when you see these initiatives come up uh, on the ballot during voting, just keep your eye out for them because supporting these in any way is, I mean, it has the potential to send shockwaves through American culture and our political system in a really, in a really great way. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason why the foundations of this research are all based in terms like consciousness and consciousness expansion. And, you know, the, these aren't mind altering drugs. These are, uh, as my friend, who's a test pilot and a doctor, uh, and a, you know, flight surgeon, all these different things, as he calls them their performance enhancers and starting to view them from that light instead of this light of, you know, oh, this is something for people that are broken or this this is something that you need to use because something didn't work out right in your life. I think viewing them through the lens of these are these potentially performance enhancing substances that we're just now starting to quantify, figure out, understand, and safely be able to use. Yep. I like that. But always do your own research. Yeah. Don't for listen sure. to Chad. Don't listen to me, but do listen to Mission Daily. It's always a great policy. And Rick Doblin, the founder of MAPS, he's going to be coming up on one of our podcasts lately. Yeah, so that's going to be a great, great episode. And there's also traditional ways that getting well, um, like the way it's been done for generations are through things like meditation. So people are familiar with Transcendental Meditation. You know, it was founded by David Lynch. People, some people love it. Some people hate it, whatever. The point is a lot of this meditation uh, is being used now by the VA. So it was really disheartening for me when I first left the military to see basics like, uh, you know, or so I thought like meditation be kind of thrown out or not taken seriously, but now they are, and they've been shown to be really, really effective. So, you know, between 40 to 55% of people can see a reduction in the symptoms of PTSD from meditating two times a day with 20 minutes. And it's just another really good reminder that, you have the tools, but will you set the timer and will you cry 
on the floor if you need to. I will. Yep. <laughs> it's the first step yep. to crying it out. But um, yeah, so this episode stuff, I mean, was it was it that painful to just get an update? It's five months in. I just wanted to share with everyone. It's, it's been, a great update. It's been we a roller coaster. You get another update in scary. five months. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's put it out for another five months. Um, right. I'm excited for some of these future episodes. We're doing a little bit more research and yeah. keep uh, letting us know what you think, whether that's on Twitter, socials, uh, or texting us. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you all. And uh, like Chad said, let us know what you think. Or if I ever get a reference wrong or a quote, which I will almost every episode, call me out <laughs> at Steph Postal. So I want to hear it. I'm always wrong. So <laughs> go for it. Same. Same all right. Night. See you tomorrow. Later. Thanks for listening, everyone. This podcast and all of the 12 others in our network now are brought to you by world-class sponsors. If you are a company that's looking for original content and marketing, head over to mission.org studios to learn more. Learn why some of the biggest brands in the world trust us to create results. If you're a B2B company, especially, we would love to hear from you. We have original content and marketing campaign ideas for days, and we give them out free of charge. Head over to mission.org slash studios to connect with me, Steph, or Toasty, our mascot, and learn more. Mission.org slash studios or click the link in the show notes. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.